This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Floriano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen, and it's time for A's All Night. The A's picked up their fifth win in their last six games on Saturday evening, beating the Cardinals by the final of 8-3 to in the opener of this brief two-game weekend series. And the green and gold got it going right away in the first, loading the bases against Cardinals starter Dakota Hudson, setting the stage for Mark Canna to come through with two outs. Delivery to Canna, swung on line to right center, sinking for a base hit. Grossman will score. Chapman's around third, the throw to the plate is going to be cut off. And the A's get a clutch two-run single to center field from Mark Canna. And the A's take a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the first. A's skipper Bob Melvin with his thoughts on Canna's ability to contribute filling a variety of roles. And when KD was on the DL, too, he, he was a DH. And he hit five home runs in like two weeks or a week and a half or something. So he, he really is a Band-Aid for whatever we need. And, you know, when Ole was out, he played first base as well. So he's, he's big for this team, and he produces no matter where we put him. Then in the second. More A's traffic on the base pass turned into another tally. This time, Robbie Grossman was able to execute with runners on second and third, and nobody Two out. Pitch, and Robbie Grossman, it's a fly ball left field, back under Nozuna, that'll score the run. He's back under it, makes the catch. Tagging is Herman. He comes to the plate. Simeon goes to third alertly, and the A's take a 3 0 lead. Sack fly to left by Robbie Grossman, and a good piece of base running going from second to third by Simeon on the fly ball to left. Later in the frame with Matt Olson at the plate, the Cardinal Battery's inability to connect provided the A's another run. First and third, and Matt swings and misses the pitch in the dirt. He can't advance, but Simeon can. He scores from third, and going to second is Chapman, and the A's lead 4-0. It's a pass ball. Wow. Clanked it. Tried to go to the backhand, and... Just missed it. Then in the top of the fifth, Stephen Piscotty made his presence known with a tough grab in right center field, robbing Matt Wieters of extra bases. Fires. Here it is, and it's swung on a high fly ball, right center field deep. Piscotty going back in the alley at the track. He's right to the wall, leaping, and he makes the catch. Welcome back, Stephen Piscotty with a great play, scaling the wall in right center field against his former team. Took it right off the wall. Back off the injured list for the first time since June 29th, Piscotty relives his catch, and Bob Melvin weighs in with the importance of his right fielder's productive night in his first game back. Yeah, I felt like I got a good jump on it and was uh, approaching the wall, and I could hear Canis saying, go for it, go for it, and I was like, all right, here we go, and uh, just just jumped and, and secured it. Yeah, you, you want to see it. You know, guy get off to a good start after he's been out for a while, so gets a couple of hits, makes a nice play in right field. We've seen him do that many times before. 
but I think just kind of getting back into the action and having a good game your first game back goes a long way for your confidence. In the bottom of the fifth, the green and gold got another. With runners on the corners and one out, Chris Herman hit a ball hard and used his catcher's speed to leg out an infield single and drive in another for Oakland. And Herman, it's a ground ball to third, knockdown, bobbled up with it. Edmund turns, throws to first, too late, the run scores from third, and the A's late 5-0. Chris Herman hustling down the line. Tommy Edmund going to his left, knocked it down, recovered, fired to first. Not in time. Davis scored from third. Piscotti went to second. And the A's lead 5-0 in the fifth. Notice that catcher speed? Whoa! Man, was he flying. The Cardinals finally got to A's starter Mike Fires in the top of the sixth. With runners on first and second and two outs, Paul DeYoung got St. Louis on the board, ending the day for Fires. Two on, and here it is. Swung on and line to right center for a base hit. Martinez to third. Up with the ball is Piscotti. The throw coming in is cut off, and the Cardinals are on the board as Martinez scores. On DeYoung's base hit to right center, Goldschmidt stops at second. It's now a 5-1 to one ball game. And that's going to be it for Mike Fires with uh, Colton Wong, a left-handed hitter, coming up. Despite allowing the run to end his day, Fires pitched well again, picking up win number 10 on the season with five and two-thirds innings of one-run ball while striking out four. After the ball game, the righty on his night and his confidence, and catcher Chris Herman adds in with how Fires was affected. Felt really good. Um, had two off days in between in between starts, and it's not ideal. Um, I'd rather you know stand a routine and throw and come to the ballpark every day, but you know, maybe I was a little off early on, but you know, my stuff felt good. I just had to you know, make it more consistent. I always go out there with the mindset that we can win that ball game, feel like I can lead this team, and put us in a great chance to win every every time out. And it's all about me staying within myself and making pitches and trusting my defense and trusting my catcher and just going right after them. When I'm the aggressor and I'm throwing all my pitches and you know, locating, I feel like I'm one of the best pitchers in this game. With the guys behind me, I feel like we can win every game. It's awesome, man. I mean, he throws a lot of strikes, which is good. Um, buzzed a couple of those guys' towers today. Kept them honest, you know, that we do come inside, or, you know, he comes inside quite often. But, man, it was a lot of fun. Just he pitched well. Like I said, we were on the same page, and uh, it was just a great game overall. Saturday's start also extends Fires' run of going at least five innings while giving up three runs or fewer to 18 straight outings, the longest by an A's pitcher since 1908. Melvin on how good the right he's been and how difficult it was to take him out of the game on Saturday, and Fires shares the belief that he's capable of such a run. I mean, he's been as good a pitcher as any in the American League, really, for you know probably three months to this point. So, yes, it's nice to have him go out there our decision taking him out, but you know what, it's one why we got Deakman and two, at some point in time, I felt like going into the game today, I was gonna cut down, cut down on his pitch count by a little bit. I mean, he's been out there for 105, it felt like almost every game, so tough to take a guy like that out, but we felt like we had the right guys behind him. I feel like I should be able to do that. I feel like I should at least get into the sixth, you know, seventh if I, you know, make my pitches and I'm not walking guys, if I'm being aggressive. I feel like I can do that every every start, so it's not crazy to me. It might be crazy, you know, some other people thinking I don't have the stuff to throw hard, and, but that's baseball. you got to know how to do it. With fires out of the ballgame, lefty Jake Diekman entered to face Colton Wong with a four-run lead and two runners on in the sixth. And the runners go. Here it is. Swung on and miss. Gets him with a slider. So Diekman comes back from 3-0, winds up striking out. In the seventh, the Cardinals continued chipping away. With runners on second and third, leadoff man Tommy Edmonds' productive out did the job for St. Louis. Pitch rolled on the right side, backhanded by Olsen, underhand toss. 
Petit gets to the bag. He beats Edmund there as a run scores. Fowler across the plate, and St. Louis gets their second run of the night. An RBI on the ground out for Edmund is 15th RBI, and the A's lead now is 5-2. In the bottom of the inning, though, the A's added on, showcasing their power and their depth as Chad Pinder came off the bench with two men on and all but put this ball game on ice. Changeup lifted to left center field. has got some carry. Ozuna's back. He'll take a look, and Chad Pinder comes off the bench, and he burns Tyler Webb with a three-run homer. His 10th of the year. Herman is home. Simeon is home. Here comes Pinder, and it is now 8-2 Oakland. How about that? Melvin fires and Herman on the ability of every man on the A's roster to be ready for their time and contribute when it comes. Yeah, I think if you look at our 25, we use all 25. And, and all, all these guys are important at certain times and really no no more than Mark Cannon and Chad Pender. Those are the two guys that we really rely on to take the load off and, you know, do the pinch hitting. I mean, these guys have good pinch hit numbers and um, know how to come off the bench. They know how we do things around here. They're always prepared for an at-bat. We use everybody. Everyone's got to be ready no matter what inning, no matter what the situation. Everybody knows that here, and that's why I think these guys are good off the bench because they know Bob will use them. It could be the fourth inning. It could be the ninth. So these guys are always ready. That's what you need with a winning ball thing. Well, everybody on this team contributes in some way, and uh, just like Ch- uh, Chad coming off the bench, hitting a huge uh, three-run homer right there was all Awesome. But uh, just the things that I see from our, our hitters is we never give in, and we're always going to battle. It's been fun, man. I'm happy I'm here. Uh, I've learned a lot just from you know being side-by-side side with these guys. So with the six-run lead, Wei Chung Wong came on to pitch the ninth and was greeted by pinch hitter Lane Thomas to open the frame. Away, and that's why I got hit down the left field line, hooking in the corner right down the line. And it's fair, and it's gone. It's a home run for Lane Thomas. As he comes off the bench and delivers the Cardinals' third run, 8-3 athletic. But the A's lefty rebounded after that, getting the next three hitters in order to end the ballgame. Tommy Edmund, a ground ball to third. Chapman's right there. Fields fires it across, and a great stretch by Olsen. And the A's have beaten the Cardinals, and they're 3-0 against the Cardinals in 2019. The A's are 15 games over 500, and that's 63-48. and 48. Our final score, the A's 8 and the Cardinals 3. So the A's get back to 15 games over the 500 mark at 63-48, and and with the victory clinch, a winning homestand. The green and gold will now go for the series and season sweep of the Cardinals when Tanner Roark takes the ball in his A's debut on Sunday afternoon. Chris Towns will get your pregame coverage going with A's total access starting at 12.05 p.m., followed by first pitch at 107 along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.